Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. First impressions are so, so important where any form of entertainment media is concerned. I mean, you need to hook potential customers quickly if you're going to try and guarantee commercial success. But if you give them any reason to doubt you, well, you're going to struggle. And believe it or not, even though some of the games on this list went on to do absolute gangbusters, a lot of people looked at them when they were first announced and said, nah, this isn't for me. So let's take a look at them as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video games you hated before you even played them. Number 10. Doom 2016 It can't be understated just how utterly underwhelmed Doom fans were by the initial reveal of Bethesda's 2016 Doom reboot. As the first major entry into the FPS franchise in 12 years, what should have been a glorious revival was met with outright hostility by many, who felt that the extremely slick gameplay footage, especially the QTE-looking glory kills, suggested that the IP was getting a cynical reimagining. It didn't help that the multiplayer beta was horribly received by the majority of fans, and when major outlets revealed that they wouldn't be getting their review copies until release day, the writing seemed to be on the wall that there was a dud on the cards. But then, to the surprise of just about everybody, Doom 2016 received heaps of praise from critics for its fluid gameplay, brutal gore, and successful updating of the franchise whilst retaining its intense core. Ultimately, Doom was a major critical and commercial success, bringing the dormant series back to life and ensuring a sequel, the similarly well-received Doom Eternal, was given the green light. As much as the skepticism was mostly understandable, we were all so, so wrong about this one. Number 9. The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker as fan bases go, The Legend of Zelda's fans are relatively sane and sensible, though there's perhaps one major exception to this. When Nintendo first unveiled The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker and its cel-shaded art style left them totally lost for words. There's no denying that The Wind Waker's aesthetic was a tectonic leap away from what players were used to, adopting a far more cartoony style than ever expected, especially as a tech demo released in 2000 touted a style far closer to Ocarina of Time. To many, this suggested that Nintendo was trying to shear the fan based towards younger players, and infamously led disgruntled fans to mockingly called it The Legend of Zelda, like cel-shaded. Very clever. Though the backlash was fervent enough to adversely affect sales, it sold barely half of what Ocarina of Time did, the reception to The Wind Waker has warmed massively over time, such that it's now regarded as one of the series' best games, cutesy art style and all. Number 8. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare 
With the release of Call of Duty Black Ops 2, the series began to ramp up its more out-there sci-fi aspirations, culminating in 2016's highly controversial Infinite Warfare. Rather than meld the series' signature militaristic fetishism with light sci-fi hooey, Infinite Warfare went full-on nutso sci-fi, centering its story around a literal battle for the fate of the solar system. This only compounded many fans' existing complaints that the series was straying too far from its comparatively grounded roots. The announcement trailer was met with such overwhelming disdain that it quickly became the second most disliked video on YouTube at the time. Yikes. Add to this the fact that the announced remaster of Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was available only to those who bought the more expensive special editions of Infinite Warfare, and it truly felt like publisher Activision had no respect at all for its own customers. In the end, Infinite Warfare was broadly praised by critics, though it certainly remains one of the lesser regarded entries into the series. And amidst soft sales, Activision themselves even said that the game didn't resonate with fans. Ultimately, if you didn't like the aesthetic or gameplay presented in the trailers, the final game wasn't going to change your mind much. Number 7. Max Payne 3 it might seem like a mere distant memory nowadays, but when the long-awaited third entry into the Max Payne franchise was finally unveiled in 2011, the fan response was pretty damn ugly. Rockstar made the bold decision to shift the action away from New York to Brazil, in turn switching out the series' established film noir-esque art style for more colourful environments. Oh, and now Max was bold, hell yeah, and had a giant grizzly beard, hell yeah, and was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, hell yeah! In purely superficial terms, it felt like Rock star made the decision to lighten up the franchise in the pursuit of greater commercial success after Max Payne 2's inexplicably mediocre sales. But then Max Payne 3 came out, and in the eyes of many was quickly confirmed to be the best game in the series, or at the very least, an extremely worthy follow-up. Any worries about a sanitized sequel were quickly shot to bits in slow motion. Max continued to be a trauma-riddled substance abuser and went through near-literal hell before the game's end. Better yet, the gunplay was arguably even better than the first two games courtesy of the refined physics engine. Number 6. Metal Gear Survive Unlike every other game on this list, fans had their pitchforks out for the Metal Gear Solid spin-off Metal Gear Survive from the second it was announced due to what it represented. Survive was the first Metal Gear game put into production following Hideo Kojima's departure from Konami amid the combative development of Metal Gear Solid 5, and also the first Metal Gear game created without Kojima's involvement in almost 30 years. That alone was enough to have fans up in arms, though perhaps the tide might have been stemmed if Survive actually seemed like a quality entry into the franchise. Instead, the first trailer made it clear that the game would be pasting the series' distinct aesthetic over the top of a painfully soulless generic multiplayer survival shooter. It was about the most unimaginative thing that Konami could have done with this IP after Kojima's departure, and fans sure as hell let them know it. Unlike many of the games on this list, though, the furore was largely justified, as Survive was indeed as blandly cynical as it seemed. In a refreshing bout of comeuppance, though, it also bombed at retail. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates Fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number five, Star Wars Battlefront 2. The development and release of Star Wars Battlefront 2 was nothing short of a roller coaster for fans. After the previous game was criticized for its lack of launch content, EA promised that the sequel would rectify this issue by including a cinematic single-player campaign and releasing all downloadable content through free updates. Pre-release, it seemed like EA was determined to shake off their prior stink as the worst company in America, that they had also learned a lesson in humility and, you know, actually were giving players an experience worth their hard-earned cash. But that all came crumbling down shortly before Battlefront 2's release, when players who took part in the game's beta test criticized its aggressive loot box monetization, which heavily incentivized them to spend real money to unlock items and special characters which could otherwise take up to 40 hours to unlock. Though EA promised to remedy this before release, press reviews noted that little had changed since the beta, sparking the embers of global outrage from fans who felt like they were being utterly disrespected by this publisher. The backlash was so intense that EA ended up temporarily dis disabling microtransactions a day before the game's release in the hopes of stemming the tide of righteous indignation. But for many, the damage had very much been done. Though Battlefront 2 sold incredibly well, EA's share price dipped by 2.5% on its release day, and the company lost an eye-watering $3 billion in stock value within two weeks of its launch, while numerous authorities around the world investigated its predatory gambling practices. Ultimately, Battlefront 2 is in a much better shape today, but the dark shadow cast over its release was so intense that many never even bothered trying it. Number 4. Resident Evil 4 Resident Evil 4 represented a major, major shake-up for the hit survival horror series, and though it might be tough to imagine today, the initial fan response was borderline vitriolic. The game was finally revealed after years of labored development, with persisted rumors suggesting that Resident Evil 4 was a troubled and even doomed project at times. The last numbered game in the series, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, was released a whole six years earlier, and the skepticism was massively furthered by drastic changes Resident Evil 4 made to the signature game. 
gameplay. Ditching the signature fixed camera angles and slower pace for an over-the-shoulder camera, refined tank controls and a new inventory system, with laser-targeted weapons and a more frantic, urgent tempo, Resident Evil 4 felt like the sort of game that gets made when a publisher is desperate to keep a franchise relevant. Additions like QTE sequences and a recurring merchant character were met with particular disdain from players, who felt like it betrayed the more stark purity of the earlier games. And yet, when Resident Evil 4 was finally released, Capcom was entirely vindicated, because it earned by far the best reviews of the entire series and is still generally accepted to be the best game in the franchise. Number 3. Mario & Rabbids Kingdom Battle If you've ever wondered why publishers and developers hate leaks so much, well, it's because of situations like Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Prior to its unveiling at E3 2017, the game's existence was leaked online free of any wider context, and an image of Mario and Rabbid Peach posing together was widely mocked by Mario fans, who felt the game would be the lamest cash-in spin-off possible. This context-free leak adversely affected morale at developer Ubisoft Milan, enough that when the game was revealed in earnest at E3 to a rapturous response, the director of the game was seen crying with relief in the audience. Though there was still plenty of justified skepticism leading up to its release, namely that it would be a shallow XCOM ripoff and little more, in the end, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle was widely lauded by critics, won Best Strategy Game at the Game Awards, and sold incredibly well. Needless to say, there's not much doubt that the impending sequel Mario and Rabbids Spark of Hope will be a ton of fun. Number 2. DMC Devil May Cry after fans spent almost three years waiting for a fifth Devil May Cry game to be announced, they were left utterly fuming when Capcom confirmed that the next game in the series was going to be a reboot. The new game, DMC, saw Capcom give protagonist Dante a drastic design overhaul, causing many to mockingly call the new dark-haired mopey Dante Emo Dante, whilst also suggesting that Capcom was trying to appeal to the angsty teen demographic. Even the series' original creator, Hideki Kamiya, expressed disappointment at the redesign, while others expressed doubt that the newly appointed developer's ninja theory could match the high gameplay standards set by Capcom on the previous game. In the end, DMC received solid positive reviews from critics for its gorgeous art style and slick combat, while many fans were left to begrudgingly admit that they were wrong about it. Well, mostly wrong anyway. The new Dante didn't win everyone over, of course, and there are still so many who refuse to admit that the game is good, but they were finally sated when a direct sequel to Devil May Cry 4, Devil May Cry 5, was released in 2019. And number one, The Last of Us Part 2. Surely no game this past decade has had its narrative more ferociously argued over than that of The Last of Us Part 2. After the blistering success of the original game, expectations were extremely high for the sequel, but when videos spoiling major aspects of the story were leaked roughly two months before its release, much of that hype changed to anger. These leaks spoiled not only the premature death of Joel, but also the fact that most of the game would actually see players control a new character called Abby. While many fans did their best to steer clear of the leaks, others couldn't resist the temptation, and upon learning what was up, began loudly disparaging the game on social media, with some even vowing to boycott it. Not all fans were foaming idiots about it, though. Some were genuinely disappointed at what they learned from the leaks, and were unsure if they wanted to throw down cash for such a potentially disappointing experience. The pre-release discourse was so heated that even those genuinely excited about the game may have been somewhat soured on the experience, because as we all know, the worst part of any sufficiently popular IP is pretty much the fan base. But ultimately, no leak 
can do justice to how those spoiled elements play out in the full context of the game. And while its big surprises were never going to work for everyone, The Last of Us Part 2 was an ambitious, masterfully crafted piece of work. It seems that many simply wanted Naughty Dog to play the hits and give them more of the same, but they decided to do something bolder and more imaginative. And they surely knew that this was going to be massively divisive. The toxic discourse impressively didn't prevent the game from becoming the fastest selling PS4 exclusive, and say it with me kids, of all time. So yeah, shove that up your tailpipe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter. A health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.